0: first coming attractions before you go out and spend money on that new movie or digital media make sure to listen to the entire show right here on the voice america empowerment channel we'll take you behind the scenes interview celebrities and review new movies tv shows and digital releases now here are your hosts from kids first
1: coming attractions Welcome to Kids First Coming Attractions. I'm your host, Catherine, and today we will be talking about Doogie Kame Aloha, MD, Family Reunion Season 4, Cinderella, The Boss Baby, Family Business, and The Alpinist. But first, we'll be reviewing Doogie Kame Aloha with, uh, with Ashley. So, hello, how are you? I'm doing great, thank you. So, what is this about?
2: So Doogie Aloha MD is about a 16-year-old medical prodigy. Um, she's a female, and it's inspired by the 1989 um, TV series um, Doogie Houser. And she's trying to balance her medical career as a 16-year-old, as well as being a teenager. And so it's it's really fun to see how she tries to um intertwine both of those lives and how they um clash sometimes.
1: Yeah. So it sounds like a really interesting movie. And as you mentioned, it's a reboot. So have you seen the original? No, I have not. I
2: um I asked around, like once they told me like Doogie how was coming out and they said it was a reboot. I was like what was the original? And so I asked like all the adults in my life and they're like, yeah, that's, that's Doogie Howser. That's Doogie Howser. I'm just like, I have not heard of that at all. Well, would this make you want to watch that? Actually, yes. Um, I definitely, I watched like some YouTube clips and like the opening scenes of it. Yeah. And Neil Patrick Harris is such um, an amazing actor. So definitely, I would definitely want to see it.
1: Yeah, I didn't even know that uh, Doogie Howser was anything either until I looked it up, and it's a reboot, and this, uh, this is it a show or is it a movie? It is a show. Okay, so yeah, this show is like a reboot. <laughs> <laughs> so this is a show about doctors and stuff. Do you think it, that it stayed true to real-life medical standards, or do you think it stretched it a little bit
2: yeah, I think uh, that's a great question because, um, you know, like you asked, I mean, a lot of medical shows, they do that. they not really accurate, but I honestly think for a Disney Plus original series, it's actually pretty good. I'm not going to lie. Mm-hmm. The medical jargon is, is pretty good for, for a, a, a teenage or kids-based show. So I think they did a pretty good job.
1: Well, cool. That sounds great because I feel like a lot of medical shows, it's kind of like, they get doctored as you, as you, like, as you will. But like, uh, I'm glad that this is, I guess stays pretty true. (laughs) And so what would you say the message of this show is?
2: Um, I would definitely say the message of the show is that even though there may be a lot of um, things going on in your life or, you know, around you, just uh, look for, people who are supportive of you, who are around you, and they can help you with anything that you're going through. You just have to take the time for yourself to evaluate the situation and ask for help at the end.
1: Wow, seems like a very deep message. <laughs> <laughs> and so there are many, many actors, and you had like uh, quite a few interviews with them, but who would you say had the strongest performance? I would,
2: uh, I would say... Jason Scott Lee he's I didn't expect him to be so such bub like a bubbly character he plays the father of um La Hela, the main character in the show and he played Bori Khan in like Mulan like the villain and he's oh. such a bubbly yeah he's such a bubbly character in real life and I'm just like I did not expect that I expected like such a serious dude but he's such a bubbly person
1: Yeah, wow, very polar opposites, I feel like. (laughs) And so where can we watch this show? So this show streams
2: actually um, on the 8th of September this year um, on Disney Plus uh, with new episodes every Wednesday.
1: All right, sounds exciting. I guess I'll have to watch it. (laughs) (laughs) So finally, what age range and star rating do you give this film or this uh, show? <laughs> I give this
2: show a five out of five stars and recommend it to ages 10 to 18 and plus adults, especially if they watch the original show, Doogie Hauser.
1: Yeah, for sure. Well, thank you so <laughs> much for talking with me. Thank you so much, Catherine. You're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. Today, we're talking about Family Reunion Season 4, Cinderella, The Boss Baby, Family Business, and The Alpinist. And right now, we are switching over to our review with Micah about Family Reunion Season 4. Hi, Micah. How are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm good. So, what is this show about? So, this is
3: Season 4 of Family Reunion, which is a beloved Netflix show. And it follows the McKellen family as they continue um, striving to get out of debt after Moe's retired from um, professional football. And since the children are getting older, a lot more is like happening every day. And there's a lot more that goes into everyday life. So it can be sometimes too much to handle between um, Madeer and Moe's and Coco and everyone having different opinions on everything. But that doesn't stop them from living their lives spontaneously and having a lot of fun. And there's a lot of different um, um, surprises in this season. So audiences will be entertained throughout the whole thing.
1: So as you're saying, it's like it's season four and I bet it's a very, very well loved show. So do you think that it met or like met up to audiences standards, I guess? I
3: think I think the production and the storylines definitely did. The one thing I do have to say is I was a little disappointed when it only had 7 episodes because I really love this show. So I was just wishing I could see more, but I think that overall the audiences will be very
1: pleased with the plots and the storylines in this new season. That's great to hear because I feel like yeah it is unfortunate when you know the when shows give like only a few episodes. Like I found myself like wanting more of like Loki or maybe like the Mandalorian or something like that. But yeah, it's, it's always sad, but it's good that it met up to, you know, audience's standards. Yeah, exactly. And so what is the acting like? Would you say that they, that they all had strong performances or anything like that? They all
3: definitely had strong performances. The show has a lot of star power with, um, Tia Maori and um, Talia and who plays Jade and Coco the the acting is just so good and I think that as they've grown to understand their characters more the acting within that character has grown as well so it makes the it makes the show just um more high quality and it's a show that can be a fan favorite because of that
1: that's so great I mean like I feel like as you keep going with seasons and seasons of shows, it's always great when, you know, you get to know your character more and you get to feel connected. So it's great that they actually get, they made that connection. Yeah. And so what would you say the message is?
3: Well, there could be a lot of messages taken away from this series, but I think that the message for this season is that you never really know what life is going to throw at you and whatever comes your way, you Really need to just be prepared and try to make the best out of every situation, no matter what.
1: Yeah, I feel like that's a very important life lesson Mm -hmm. uh, for everything, like, uh, for all messages and stuff. Yeah. (laughs) So what age range and star rating do you give it? I give Family Reunion Season
3: 4. 4.5 out of 5 stars, and recommend it for ages 8 to 18 plus adults because it's a great family show, and um, everyone can enjoy it.
1: Thank you so much for talking with me today. Thanks, Catherine. Let's take a break. I'm Catherine, and you're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. Today's show is sponsored by Charlie's Colorform City, Fantastic Adventures.
4: Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America.
0: To become a Kids First film critic, visit our website to find out when the next audition takes place. We hold auditions throughout the year and are always looking for kids ages 8 to 18 that love movies, love talking about movies, and love the chance to meet the talent that works on movies. are tuned into kids first coming attractions on the voice america empowerment channel shh turn your phone off another film review or celebrity interview is
1: coming up hey welcome back i'm your host Catherine, and you're listening to kids first coming attractions we've been talking about doogie kami aloha md and family reunion next up we'll be reviewing cinderella with heather hi heather how are you hi katherine i'm great how are you I'm doing good. So what is Cinderella about?
5: So Cinderella is like the classic story that we all know. The Cinderella who she gets bullied by her stepmother and sisters. She goes to this ball and she meets the prince. But we get like a nice, fresh, modern twist to it. Cinderella wants to open up her own uh, fashion boutique. And so she goes to the ball and she meets the prince and she's trying to look for a job. Um, the prince, he's like, he's like sort of a royal rebel. And so he doesn't really want to stay at court. His sister Gwendolyn, she wants to be the queen. So we get like a lot of this new, uh, like modernization of the film of like the storyline. And so it's really nice. It's very fun. Um, we have like a great, great, great soundtrack with such a great cast. I, I really enjoyed it.
1: Well yeah it sounds great because there have been many many Cinderella movies and it's great that they have you know kind of a fresh new idea with everything so yeah that's great and so you know it's kind of a musical and it features you know many great actors and singers so were there maybe any like new songs or anything like that? That's so great.
5: The soundtrack was actually sort of like a 50-50, so it has awesome classic songs that we like from Ed Sheeran, Janet Jackson, Queen, and then it has original songs made just for the film, and so Cinderella, she gets to sing A Million to One. And Adina Menzel, she gets to sing Dream Girl. So there's just a lot of balance in the in the soundtrack, which I can't wait to like buy it and like add it to my playlist. I mean, all the songs are so great. And uh, especially the amazing cast as well. Adina Menzel, Camila Cabello. Then we got Nicholas playing the Prince, who I um, he's actually done like a few musical roles. But I think this is like a real showcase of his talents and the cast is just so amazing the ensemble it was really great
1: that sounds great i'm really actually excited to see it um it's so- it sounds like really good and it sounds like fresh and new and amazing like that and so who do you think will- had the strongest acting performance oh
5: um I, I just think everybody was so strong all around i really like the prince i think he was just really I liked Adina Menzel as well. She brought something new to this character that for so long, she's been so hated. Um, we, we get to see like her backstory and we get to feel bad for her. And just Adina's such a powerhouse, her singing, her dancing, her acting. I feel like she just brought so much, just like Billy Porter, to this new, again, modernization of the fairy godmother. So the cast is just really great. And then on top of that, you get Camila Cabello, who... This is her first acting experience, her movie. And then she delivers a very strong performance.
1: That sounds great. I'm like, I'm actually like really excited to see this. And this is just kind of hyped it up for me a little bit. <laughs> That's awesome. So what is the message of Cinderella?
5: Well, particularly in this Cinderella, it's to just always follow your heart and follow your dreams, no matter what anyone tells you. Cinderella, she lives in like such a little town where everything is just very bland, you have to do what you were born to do. And so she she's not satisfied with that. And neither is the prince or Princess Gwen, Um, they just sort of find a way to live their dreams and just be happy and break out of the
1: status quo. It sounds like it just yeah I'm very excited for it uh, it's just it's great that they added you know like new characters and new twists to everything and yeah it's like that's a great message to take away from stuff and especially for like young kids who are watching you know
5: exactly and I think I think this movie can impact so many different age ranges of like so many different people
1: it's it's yeah. perfect for anyone so and yeah. Uh, yeah speaking of age ranges, uh what age range and star rating do you give it? I get it 10
5: to 18 plus adults because I feel like, like so many have said on the show already.
1: It's, it's a great family film. All right. Thank you so much. Oh no. Thank you. You're listening to kids first coming Attractions. Today we're talking about Doogie, Aloha, MD, Cinderella, the boss baby family business and the alpinist and right now we're switching over to our review with micah and gianna about boss baby family business so how are you good how are you i'm doing good Good. so gianna what is this about
6: so the Boss Baby Family business is about a grown-up Tim, voiced by James Marsden, and his two kids, and a grown-up Ted, who is voiced by Alec Baldwin, who is now a big a big-time CEO. And they come across a magical formula that transforms the both of them into babies for 48 hours. And they joined Tim's secret agent daughter to go undercover to prevent an evil genius from turning all toddlers into horrible brats.
1: <laughs> it sounded like a fun new twist on, you know, uh, a movie.
6: <laughs> it really was.
1: And so, Micah, have you seen the original? And if so, which one did you like better?
3: I have seen the original and I really enjoyed it, just like I enjoyed this one. Um... I really can't say which one I like better. The, the Boss family business might just like tip over a little for me just because of all the new characters, because I really enjoy what they brought to the movie. So I think that I enjoyed this one a lot.
1: Well, that's great because, you know, sometimes sequels can't are not always as good as the original. So it's great that it was really good. Mm hmm. And so gianna this is an animated movie so what was the animation like was it high quality or what like did you like the style
6: the style was really nice it's just like the original movie and it was it was a high quality but not like 3d quality like that yeah because like is that i don't think they're trying to make it like look really realistic and not really cartoony I think they're doing their own style which I like and I think they did a really good job on that
1: that's so cool I mean it's great that you know it's kind of cool when you see movies that have their own style like you know Disney or Pixar they'll have their own style but it's like it's fun to see like new styles and new takes on animated movies yes so Micah what would you say the message is
3: I think the message of the boss baby family business is that you can always rely on family in the end. And although Ted and him grew apart as they got older, um, when they needed each other most, they were able to work together and lean on each other for whatever they needed.
1: Yeah, that's so great. I mean, I feel like there are some great messages now in today's movies. So, you know, I feel like and it kind of would be maybe like a I mean, this isn't exactly a realistic movie, but it could be like a realistic message, you know, because some families may grow apart as they get older. But it's always great to, you know, come back and connect. Exactly. And so, Gianna, what was the voice acting like? Because, you know, this is an animated movie. So what was the voice acting like? Were there any? performances that stuck out
6: yeah all the performances really stuck out honestly if I can't even choose one because they're all just so professional you can tell it's professional and they just really put the heart into it you can tell they put emotion into it and everything they got and the um, animation is really on is in sync with the words and I it was just really a, a mind-blowing
1: I know, I'm always so impressed when I see animated movies. Like they just keep getting better and better and more in sync. And I just can't believe it. <laughs> and so, Micah, what age range and starting do you give it? I rate this amazing movie
3: five out of five stars and it for ages six to 18 plus adults. And like I said before, it's an amazing family film. And I'll definitely be watching this again.
1: <laughs> Very cool. And what about you, Gianna?
6: I rate this a 5 out of 5 stars. I recommend it to ages 7 to 18 plus adults. is an amazing family film and it releases on Blu-ray September 14th, 2021.
1: Thank you so much for talking with me. Thank you. Thank you. Let's take a break. I'm Katherine New You're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. Today's show is sponsored by Charlie's Color Form City, Fantastic Adventures.
4: Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America.
1: To
0: become a Kids First film critic, visit our website to find out when the next audition takes place. You are tuned into Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Shh!
1: Turn your phone off. Another film review or celebrity interview is coming up. Hey, welcome back. I'm your host, Katherine, and you're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. We've been talking about Cinderella and the Boss Baby family business. Next up, Ashley will be interviewing the cast and crew of Doogie Coming MD. Hi, I'm
2: Ashley Clyde reporting for Kids First, and joining me today is Peyton Elizabeth Lee. Peyton is known for her lead role in the hit Disney series, Andy Mack. Let's chat and see what she has to say about her new show playing the lead actress as a 16-year-old medical prodigy, inspired by the 1989 TV series, Doogie Howser, M.D. Doogie Kamala Aloha, M.D., streams exclusively on Disney+, Plus September 8th, with new episodes every Wednesday. Welcome to the show, Peyton. Thank you. <laughs> so Peyton, me and you are both 17 years old and I have not heard of the show that's inspired by your new show, Doogie Hauser. So I was wondering if I live under a rock or have you had any familiarity with the show before?
7: Okay, well, if you live under a rock, I live <laughs> under a rock too um, <laughs> because I did not know this show at all, but my parents did and they were very yes. excited about it.
2: Same. My dad did too. I asked all around, all the adults, they did too. Yeah. So I was wondering if you were a fan of medical dramas and if so, have they helped you with this role in any way?
7: <laughs> um, definitely. I mean, Grey's Anatomy is 100% my guilty pleasure. I mean, I've seen every single episode. Um, I don't know if it helped me necessarily. But I would definitely say it gave me a whole new level of respect for that cast. um, Because the medical jargon and the procedures and all of that is very difficult. And it's a lot of work. (laughs) Um, So I definitely gained a whole new level of respect.
2: Awesome. So I was wondering if you could talk a little bit about what you think makes this particular show stand out above all other shows that are on
7: TV right now. Wow. Um, I think this show stands out because it doesn't really fall under any category. You know, it doesn't really fit into any box. Um, It's not just a serious procedural. It's not just a drama. It's not just a comedy. We sort of pull certain characteristics of all three genres and sort of meld them together into the show that it is so i really think there is something for everyone um which i think makes it different you know it's something there's something for the whole family to enjoy
3: yes definitely
2: i honestly personally think that it is totally age appropriate for our age Because honestly, this is what 17-year-olds are doing. I mean, not necessarily walking around the hospital, but definitely these are some things that we're doing. So how do you relate to your character, Lahela?
7: Yeah, I mean, I think like you said, um, there is a part of Lahela that is very universally relatable. You know, just because she is a teenage doctor, you don't have to be a teenage doctor to relate to her. Um, Mm -hmm. But I think I relate to her specifically because of my experience um, being a actor, being an actor and sort of how that has affected my life growing up because um, LaHella sort of lives in two different worlds. You know, she, she is a teenager and has teenage friends and likes teenage boys and goes to school dances. And then on the other hand, you know, she has adult responsibilities in a hospital and she's in charge of keeping people alive. And she has these adult pressures and adult responsibilities and functions as a full-on adult when she's at the hospital and so sort of navigating those two lives and figuring out where she sort of fits somewhere in the middle is something that I've experienced not as a doctor obviously but being an actor um, you know I go to set every morning and work with adults and have an adult Mm -hmm. job and adult responsibilities and so trying to balance that with growing up and being a kid um, can be difficult. Um, and so I do think I had sort of a unique insight into that um, experience, which I brought to portraying Lahela's character.
2: Well, definitely. Thank you so much, Peyton. Thank you. <laughs> and just a side note, I want to say, Peyton, like really thank you for doing these shows and portraying these characters because I watched Andy Mac and that was the first show on Disney that I really heard them actually taking on some tough topics and it's doing the same thing with this show. So I actually really thank you for portraying these roles.
7: Oh, thank you so much. That, that really means everything to me. I really appreciate you saying that.
2: Yeah, I definitely mean it. So thank you so much.
1: Thank you. I'm Ashley Clyde reporting for Kids First. You're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. Today, we're talking about Doogie Kamaloha, Aloha, MD, Family Reunion Season 4, Cinderella, The Boss Baby, Family Business, and The Alpinist. Right now, we're continuing Ashley's interview with the cast and crew of Doogie Kami Aloha, MD. Hi, I'm Ashley Klein,
2: reporting for Kids First, and joining me today is Kathleen Rose Perkins, who plays Dr. Clara Hanna, and Jason Scott Lee, who portrays Benny Kema Aloha, the parents of the upcoming Disney Plus original series, Doogie Kami Aloha, MD, streaming exclusively on Disney Plus September 8th every Wednesday. Come on, let's meet him. Welcome to the show.
8: Hi. Thank you.
2: <laughs> So, Mr. Lee, I definitely want to start with you. In the last film I saw you in, was in the live action Mulan, and you portrayed a vicious warlord villain. And in the show, you are the extreme opposite. So, as a versatile <laughs> actor. How did you approach this role?
9: It's part of my uh, dual character, I guess. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Um, no, nah, you know, I think for for Doogie Kamaloha, you know, playing the father Benny, you know, I really tapped into my, my upbringing here in the islands. You know, that that kind of easygoing, um, uh, loving the life, loving the ocean, loving being around, you know, family, and and uh, uh, you know, I think so many aspects of who Benny is, uh, I, I kind of was a- able to kind of cheating, but able to tap in my tap into my uh, upbringing here and um making you know it feel like something unique something authentic and something that um that you know people a character that the public audiences haven't really seen um and um and you know comparing you know meeting that with with kathleen's character and being a a diverse family of multi-ethnicity you know that that that's always been you know such an engaging thing because you just the characters just come from two different worlds and and to be able to, you know, like really, really um, express that local boy, island, Hawaiian thing, you know, and, and you know, in this, in this family and relationship, it's really fun.
2: Yeah, definitely. And Miss Perkins, everyone has been obsessed with Disney moms, and it's for good reasons. So how is it like portraying this role as a mom?
8: Well, my favorite thing about her is that she is um, she's a fully realized character, right? She's not just a mom; she's also a career driven, a career woman who's um, who's you know really wanting to move up the chain and 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 develop her career. And she's also working with her daughter, (laughs) who is a sixteen year old prodigy. That's crazy <laughs> and so I um I find I, I find Dr. Clara Hannon, really interesting in that she's not just one note. There's lots of layers to her. She's willing to be very serious and she's, she's the, you know, the, you know, tell it like it is boss, but she's also very goofy and willing to dance around like a, just a big goofball and, and, and have fun with her family. Um, And I love that. I love that there's lots of different sides to this character. Uh, So, yeah, I mean, I was, more than happy to play this Disney mom.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, definitely. Your character is definitely so versatile as well because it's something quite new, something that we haven't really seen on TV being portrayed. Thank you guys so much. Oh,
9: thank you. Thank you, Ashley.
2: Thank you all for watching my interview with Kathleen Rose Perkins and Jason Scott Lee, starring in the new Disney Plus original series, Doogie Kamel Aloha, MD, streaming September 8th. Thank you for tuning in, and don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe to our channel.
1: you are listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. Right now, we're continuing Ashley's interview with the cast and crew of Doogie Kamioloa, MD.
2: Hi, I'm Ashley Clyde, reporting for Kids First. And with me today is Mackie Sato, actor known for Chicken Girls. Actress Emma Mzell, known for American Horror Story, and actor Wes Tian, all starring in the upcoming Disney Plus original series, Doogie, Camilla, Loja, and D, streaming exclusively on Disney Plus September 8th with new episodes every Wednesday. What's up, guys? Hey, Ashley.
7: Hey, what's up?
2: So I just want to start off with saying congratulations to you guys, Disney, no big deal. And I just want to know what your reactions were when. Receiving this role. Emma? Oh, it was incredible.
10: It I mean, it was a dream come true. I was so ecstatic, and my mom and dad were freaking out. And I had I had just gotten a dog um, right before I booked it. And I was like, Mom, you just got a dog. Like, congratulations. Cause I was, I was out. I was ready to go to Hawaii. <laughs>
2: awesome
10: and Wes how about you well for me I mean I was so shocked uh, because especially since this was my first project it was so much to take in I mean I'm going to Hawaii it's on Disney plus everything was so crazy
2: awesome and how about you Matt
11: I couldn't believe it I mean I the it just worked out too perfectly like it was kind of too good to be true Cause I'm from there and I grew up there and I got to go home and see my family and friends and see the Island. So I was ecstatic jumping up and down.
2: <laughs> well, that's great guys. Again, congratulations. Now let's talk about this love triangle in this show. <laughs> so I want to know what were your favorite scenes to film with each other? Emma, how about you? Um, My favorite scenes to
10: film were, I mean, they came later in the season, so I don't want to give anything away, right. but, um, but every scene with these two, I just like, I couldn't keep a straight face. Like they are so funny. And like, I, I, I just, it was just a blast to be on set every single day.
2: Yeah, that's great. So You play Steph, Emma, in the show, and you are a total extrovert. Matt, you're kind of like introverted a little bit, and Wes, you're a unique character, I gotta (laughs) say. So I want to ask if you guys have any relations to your character, can you relate to them a lot, and if so, how? Wes? I think um, me and
10: Brian Patrick are both adventurous, because, I mean, we both love trying new things, and... Do it and, exper- and experiencing different
2: experiences. <laughs> How about you, Matt?
11: Yeah, I mean, he, he, Kai is really just this, this chill surfer kid and he's kind of unaware of all the drama and he's kind of unaware of all that. He doesn't really care. He's more just interested in what makes him happy in the moment, which is, I think a lot like me. So it was really cool to play that character.
2: That's great. And Emma?
10: Yeah, Steph is just super bold. As you said, she's very extroverted. Um, She is super like bold with her, like her outfits and her accessories and the way she presents herself. And she really wears her heart on her sleeve. And I think I'm very similar in that way. And um, she I, I think Steph gives much better boy advice than Emma does. (laughs) <laughs> I think Emma is pretty bad at boy advice, but Steph is really good at it.
9: All
2: right. Thank you guys so much.
12: Thank you. Have a good one.
2: <laughs> you too. Thanks for watching my interview with the stars of the new and upcoming Disney Plus original series, Doogie Loha MD, with Matthew Sato, who plays Kai Loha, Emma Mizel, who plays Steph, and West who plays Brian Patrick Aloha. Be sure to like and subscribe to our channel to stay up to date with interviews just like this one, as well as reviews from me and my awesome teammates. Again, thanks for
1: watching. Bye. Let's take a break. I'm Catherine, and you're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. Today's show is sponsored by Charlie's Colorful City, Fantastic
4: Adventures. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America.
0: To become a Kids First film critic, visit our website to find out when the next audition takes place. You are tuned into Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Shh! Turn your phone off. Another film review or celebrity interview is coming up.
1: Hey, welcome back. I'm your host, Catherine, and you're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. We've been talking about Doogie Kami Aloha, MD. And now we'll be interviewing some of the cast and crew of The Alpinist. Hi, this is Catherine reporting for Kids First, and today I'm talking with Nick Rosen and Peter Mortimer. Mr. Rosen is a partner, writer, and producer at Sender Films. Mr. Mortimer is an award-winning filmmaker and partner at Sender Films. Together, Peter and Nick directed the upcoming film, The Alpinist. Thanks so much for joining me today.
11: We love it. Yeah. Great. Right on, Catherine.
1: All right. So, Nick, let's start with you. So, what first interested you and the story about Marc-Andre LeClaire?
11: Yeah. Well, so, we've been... Uh, in the climbing world and making films about climbing for years. And so to find someone like Mark, who was like, even among like the hardcore climbers, like most people just didn't know about this guy. He was so quiet and so uh, off the radar with the, these things that he was doing that he could be that unknown, but doing these things at this incredible elite level um, as storytellers, that's just really compelling straight off the bat.
1: Yeah. I thought it was really weird that I'd never heard of him before yet. He's done so many amazing things. I'm like, why have I never heard about him before? But now I yeah, have.
11: <laughs> not No, few people had. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So Peter, what was it like to follow Marc-Andre LeClaire on a two year journey?
12: Yeah, it was, um, it was both frustrating and inspiring. Um, you know, I think inspiring just human to human. He was, I loved his purity. I loved that he didn't really care if we were there or not, and in fact, didn't wouldn't allow us to be there in really special moments for him. It's like just I, that's what drew us to him was that purity. On the other hand, you're filmmakers, and you you know, and it's frustrating when your your rock star disappears for months on end, and then you read about him doing these amazing things that you would have loved to film. Um, but I learned a lot from Mark. I mean, he was half my age when we were, you know, filming, and and he just had so much wisdom, and um, that I, I just at, at some point I was just like, I'm just happy to be along for the ride and, and capture what we can.
1: Yeah, I mean, honestly, I feel like it would have been really frustrating too to just have him go do amazing things and then you know you missed it. But I feel like it would, yeah, it'd be such an inspirational journey. Yeah, that's right. That's right. So Nick, there are some astonishing shots in this film. What special equipment or gear did you have to use to get all the way up to, you know, where Marc-Andre was climbing?
11: Yeah, well, so first of all, um, this, in the environment of like a big frozen icy mountain, um, Pete and I have to work with really this very small uh, elite crew of videographers that have the skill and the knowledge to be up on a mountain like that with Mark. So we work with the best in the business. There's a few guys um, that we work with that are, are really the best. And, um, and I think, you know, and then as far as the other angles, it all depends on the mountain and it's always different. We try to, you know, um, one of the most important things that we do is give Mark a small camera so that like, remember when he goes up on Tory Egger and he's, um, yeah. you know, you uh, know, talking about it and filming his bloody hands and talking to his girlfriend, Brett, on the ledge at night as a storm is coming in. Um, yeah, you know, those are some of the most intimate moments. Um, and so, and then of course, you know, we're really lucky to work with um, Red Bull Media House, which is this amazing, like, uh, big production company that has, you know, the resources to give us the what we need to do these awesome aerial shots and stuff like that, so.
1: Yeah, I feel like it's just, it's so cool to see the process, you know, all come together. You watch the film, but also you watch from behind the scenes. And so finally, Peter, uh, what is the message you'd like audiences to take away?
12: Um, I think there's some inspiration. I think I found Mark so inspiring. For me, it was, yeah, it was just, you know, like sort of facing the fear and like not letting things hold you back, but also just the simplicity. Mark had the most uncluttered life. And he he knew what he wanted to do and what he wanted to think about and how he wanted to spend his time. So Mm -hmm. social media was a distraction. You know, having a job, like, you know, he just figured it out to just spend all of his time doing exactly what he wanted. He was with his friends. He was with Brett, who he loved so much. And he was was climbing and doing these big objectives. It was really inspiring. I have a very cluttered life.
1: Yeah, for sure. I feel like, you know, just get living by the simple things and doing what you love is really a great way to live. Well, we run out of, or we've run out of time. So thank you so much for talking with me today.
12: Oh, thank you. We love it. It's so great. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Thanks so much for talking with me, Nick and Peter. Be sure to watch The Alpinist when it comes out in theater, September 10th, 2021 listening to kids first coming attractions and today we're talking about doogie kami aloha md family reunion season four cinderella the boss baby family business and right now we are continuing my interview with the cast and crew of the alpinist hi this is Catherine reporting for kids first and today i'll be interviewing brett harrington brett harrington is an accomplished professional rock and mountain climber based in lake tahoe nevada and british columbia canada Brett is featured in the upcoming documentary, The Alpinist. Thanks so much for joining me today. Thanks so much for joining me today, Brett. How are you? I'm good. Really nice to meet you. Very nice to meet you. So you're obviously a very accomplished rock
13: climber. So what first drew you to rock climbing? I started rock climbing as a child. And actually, it started with tree climbing because I grew up in Lake Tahoe. uh, Well, actually, on the Nevada side of Lake Tahoe. But um, and so I was climbing out in the trees and then it was kind of the natural progression to move to rock. Um, yeah. Very cool. I feel like that
1: sounds so fun. I mean, just kind of a child like a child thing that every child does can lead into you know a future career. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> so you've been in multiple like rock climbing documentaries. And so what makes the alpinist different from those?
13: Oh, The Alpinist is completely different, um, primarily because it's about my partner, Mark Andre, and I'm just the sub-character, but Mark's not with us anymore. So I'm kind of um, speaking for him in a way, but it the it, features these climbs that he did that are un, unlike anything else that's been done. And the video footage that they captured on these mountains is just remarkable. So... Um, yeah, I think that his, it, it also shows his personality and what, what it takes to climb something like that.
1: Yeah. I feel like it got so much good footage. Like it seemed insane. Like you were, you know, climbing right along with you guys. It felt so cool to just see all that. And especially it's not something that, you know, the average person gets to see.
13: (laughs) Yeah. It's, it's really remarkable footage.
1: Yeah. And so given that the camera, when you, well, when you were climbing, given that it followed, followed your every move, did you ever feel like that the camera was affecting your climbing?
13: Um, when I'm filming, I try to climb things that I'm like 100% confident in my abilities. Whereas like when I'm climbing without the film crew, I tend to push myself a bit harder, not necessarily free soloing, but with a rope. Um, and that's just because it. I feel like climbing with a camera kind of affects my consciousness in a way I'm being pulled away so yeah I just choose routes that I'm confident on very good advice
1: (laughs) and so did you need to do any like special training this could be physical or mental to prepare for making this film
13: Oh, no, I did no training. I kind of wish that they had taught us a little bit of like media training for the interviews. That would have been helpful. Yeah, um, Yeah. no, they just started filming with us back in 2015. And I think it got better and better. It got easier to film with them as we learned their personalities and like got to know the directors. Yeah. And one last question. What is your very favorite climb that you've done so far? um i'll say um, my very favorite climb perhaps i did a route called mass vision on Torre egger and i think that's my favorite climb so far
1: thanks so much for talking with me today
13: okay thank you nice to meet you
1: nice to meet you <laughs> thanks so much for talking with me brett be sure to watch the alpinist when it comes out in theater september 10th 2021 Thanks so much for joining us. You've been listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. To watch our latest reviews of the latest films, DVDs, TV shows, music, and apps, and to learn how you can join our Kids First Film Critics team, go to www.kidsfirst.org. Be sure to check out our YouTube channel and look for our reviews on Press for Kids, kidsworld.com, and Kidsville News. This show is produced by the Coalition for Quality Children's Media for Voice America and iHeartRadio. Today's show is sponsored by Charlie's Colorform City, Fantastic Adventures. I'm Catherine reporting for Kids First. Bye. Thank you again for tuning in
0: to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Now you know more which movies, TV shows, or digital media to look for or learned about the talent that worked on or off camera on them and can make informed decisions about what to watch. Be sure to subscribe to our channel so you don't miss an episode and tune in again next week.